Welcome to Her Open Thoughts Podcast. I am so grateful that you can join us today, friends. My name is Nikki Gretzelonik, and I'm your host. On this podcast, you will find a wide variety of topics, ranging from new ideas, new ways of thinking, perspective shifts, encouragement, motivation, and I will also include interviews with everyday people sharing their ideas and perspective shifts with us. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, friends. So in the last episode, episode number five, um, first off, I want to apologize because I abruptly ended that. Um, Yeah lesson learned, I need to be looking at my time before I get cut off. So, um, I began discussing the topic fear of man in this bonus episode number six coming at you. I'm going to pick right back up where I left off. I truly contemplated waiting another week to release this, But I felt the Holy Spirit saying, share this now. So let's get into it. In one sentence, in order to overcome fear of man, we must have the fear of God. Let me elaborate. All right, y'all. So... Like I always say, um, you know, when I have resources that I've used, I am not going to quote those words as my own. Um, so the next big chunk of what I'm going to share with y'all is not my own words. I'm sure I'll go off in little tangents and add my own opinions to it, but, um, this comes from TGC which is called the Gospel Coalition. I just found them tonight on YouTube and I subscribed. I am so for for it. Um, the title of this YouTube video that I referenced is titled How to Have a Healthy Fear of God. And again, as always, I will um, add the link in the show notes to this. Um, y'all, I, I truly try to just like take simplified notes to this, but as I've said before, I am what I would consider new to the faith. Um, yes, I have always believed in God, but I really like stepped into this over the last year when I got baptized and I really just surrendered my life to God and, I've been diving into his word and, um, so yeah, I'm still new to this. So I have been relying heavily on people that are further along in their faith journeys. You know, they're just, they're truthfully, just factually, um, more spiritually mature than I am. So again, with that being said, um, yeah, a lot of this is almost word for word from this YouTube video. And um, yeah, 
Like it was just so good. Um, there was just so many golden nuggets that I just wanted to share it with y'all. So, um, again, a, a, a good chunk of what I'm going to share next is basically word for word what these two men were talking about. Um, and it's just so good. And, um, yeah, the link will be in the show notes. All right. So the Bible talks about having a healthy fear of God as being a, like central to having a right relationship with God and having a life that represents that. The beginning of wisdom is found in the fear of the Lord. Even the way we treat each other in the body of Christ, we're told, is out of fear of Christ. Submission to him as a result of fearing Jesus in the appropriate way. When you see God for who he is, you would never think of trying to solve your sin problem yourself. And so, the fear of the Lord is one of the great needs in the church today. We have a tough time, though, understanding this because we think of fearing an abusive father and an unhealthy fear that even thinks of running away from him. So, side note to this, y'all, is like, truthfully, and this is like a whole another podcast episode, but if you didn't or don't currently have a healthy relationship with your own father, maybe it was very toxic, maybe it is or was very estranged at some point, or again, currently is, um, or even with your own mother, your parental authority figures growing up, this can definitely um, mirror in the relationship or lack thereof of God that you have with God or do not have with God. So that is just something to be mindful of um, because that definitely plays into that. Um, So yeah, moving on. Um, So again, we have a tough time understanding this because we think of fearing an abusive father and an unhealthy fear that even thinks of running away from him. But a true fear of the Lord realizes you can't run from God. And the only option is to run to him. When you do find the embracing arms of a loving father, when you do, you find the embracing arms of a loving father. And the fear of the Lord is really what you know, TGC considers radical God-centeredness that shapes everything else in our lives. That you're building your life around God, you take God more seriously than anything else, whether that's other priorities or the opinions of people in your life. This isn't a fear like being afraid of a cruel tyrant or even like standing before the ocean where you feel a sense of reverent awe because that's so impersonal. It's the fear of Yahweh. It's that all caps Lord, which is the personal name of God, the covenant of God. This reverent awe, this respect comes within a context where he said, 
I've bound myself to you in love. And so that's where it's that reverence for a father who we know is for us and with us that really shapes the way we live our lives practically in so many ways. Sometimes, as we rightfully emphasize the gospel of grace, and that drives everything, one of the dangers of that is people will confuse legalism with obedience. Legalism should be rejected, trying to work our way to God. But obedience is a good thing that comes from the commands of a gracious father who knows what's best for us. In our culture, autonomy, self-directing freedom, and especially moral independence, separate from God, is the highest value. Again, side note, like, y'all, we all, like, if you truly think about it, know this, that in our culture, autonomy is the highest value, right? Um... I can speak for myself when I say like for years, I, you know, I'm not proud to say this, but as I've grown older and I've had a lot of self-reflection and self-awareness and humbled myself, I've realized like I often glorified um, independence and I didn't realize it then, but it was independence strained from God right? Like I, I did not, God was always constant. He was always in my life, but I was, I was like ghosting him in other words, right? Like I wasn't showing up. I wasn't doing my part in our relationship. I wasn't seeking him. I was concerned with what I thought my plan was, where my life was going based on me, myself, and I, um, And what the world says my life should look like. I did that for so long. And and again, like I often said, like if if God would get brought up, I would say, yeah, yeah, of course. I believe in God. Um, But yeah, I wasn't raised in the church. I, um, not to blame my parents, but just giving y'all a little background, like I... I just didn't know. Okay. I just didn't know. Um, the amazing thing with God is though, like he will meet us where we're at and, um, he is always seeking you. He is always seeking you. And, um, as you grow in your faith, like you will, I believe, like I have, look back at times in your life and just be like, yep, that was God, and that was God, and that was God, and um, it's just, it's a real beautiful thing. So, continuing on. <laughs> um, okay, so, yes, God gives us grace, but he will not just clear the guilty. He's holy and he deserves our reverence, respect, and obedience. So for instance, y'all, like, yes, God sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. He knew 
many, many years ago that we would be sinful. He knew Eve would eat the forbidden fruit. Like he knew these things would happen. He knew he's an all knowing God. And he just, he knew that we wouldn't be perfect and that we would struggle. And so he already paid the price for us, right? But grace is not permission or for lack of better words, a license to sin, right? Like I'm getting a little fired up y'all because this is not me like speaking to you like all knowing or completely sanctified or anything like that. Like that is not going to happen in my lifetime. You know, that, that is like a lifelong process. Um, I seek God because I'm imperfect. Okay. Like, let, let me just make that clear. I'm not like coming at you, like, you know, from a place of like, I got this figured out. Now just like, follow me. This is like, Hey, let's, let's, you know, link arms and like figure this out together. So, but yeah, um, again, God will not just clear the guilty. Um, we will often feel uncomfortable when God is convicting us and that can come through other people's messages and things like that. It, it's not, we're not being convicted by them per se, but like that is God working through them. Maybe it's a sermon and you get uncomfortable and you feel called out. Maybe it's a podcast episode. Maybe it's, I don't know, but sometimes, you know, um, that uncomfortable feeling we're getting is, is really a good thing. because God wants us to get uncomfortable so that we can feel that conviction and, um, we can humble ourselves, become aware of that sin, um, repent and turn away, right? Um, and seek the Lord. And, and we have to do that. Honestly, like I have to do that. I have to ask for God's forgiveness daily. I mess up daily y'all. And again, it's not a planned thing, but we make mistakes as humans. So, um, again, he will not just clear the guilty. He's holy and he deserves our reverence, respect, and obedience. The amazing counterintuitive thing in the Bible is that the more you fear the Lord and see him as high and lifted up, the more you actually get to experience him in intimacy Because who does he draw near to? It's the one who fears him. The one who sees him as high and lifted up. Recognizing him for who he is. And that's the one he draws near to. So if we really want to know God, we fear that if we fear him, he'll be so distant we won't be able to relate to him. But it's just the opposite, biblically. 
He moves toward those who see him for who he is. And in their humility, he lifts them up. So again, um, side note here. Um, our culture is all about pridefulness, right? Like being proud and making ourselves stand out. And again, y'all, like I'm putting myself on blast here for years. Like I gave myself all the credit. I'm like, all those sleepless nights were me. I did that. That was really hard work. Like give me the credit, give me the accolades, give me the awards. You know, I did that. And again, like pride is something that is like rewarded, quite frankly, in our culture. It is something that um, along with autonomy, it is definitely praised. Um, It's definitely something that shows up all the time in our culture, every day. Um, but I believe that we have to humble ourselves and it's not, humility is not thinking less of ourselves. It's just thinking more of others. And in this situation, it's, it's God, right? We have to put him above all else and above everyone. Um, so again, God moves toward those who see him for who he is. And in their humility, he lifts them up. Okay. Y'all, so in the last episode, episode number five, where I first started talking about all this, like how to overcome fear of man, um, I talked a lot at the beginning of examples in my life where that played out. Um, so in this episode where I'm mostly talking about how to overcome fear of man by learning to fear God, right? Um, and I know I'm like moving through this fairly quickly, but I, yeah, I want to share examples in my life personally where I have lived that out. You know, I haven't always um, only had examples in my life where I feared man. Yes, there's seasons in my life and times in my life where that shows up more prevalent. Um, And most recently it has. But there has been times in my life and, and I think, you know, God was definitely showing me this throughout this journey of learning and, um, just coming to this revelation myself before I shared it with y'all. Um, like, yeah, I have lived this out in my life and, um, I know you have too. So as I'm sharing these examples with you, these personal examples to me, I want you to be thinking about personal, personal examples in your life where you have also lived it out, where you have shown fear shown the fear of God, right? You have lived it out. You have feared God in a healthy way. Um, so, um, 
I, I've kind of got some bullet points here and I'm going to try to elaborate some. Um, so definitely paying attention to time because I, I'm going to end this topic, um, tonight on two parts and not three. Um, so, um, okay. So one of the ways I have shown my fear of the Lord, um, and I didn't realize it then, but getting through, um, a difficult upbringing. So I know a lot of you can relate to this and honestly, I'm, I'm not going to go in depth right now. I just don't feel like it's the right time. Um, please understand that I'm not like, I'm a very open person, but I just want you to understand that. Um, when I say that I didn't, I had a fairly difficult upbringing, um, yeah, like that involves a lot of other people. And so then I get into their story, right? Because it's in conjunction with my story. And so to respect other people in my life and my family, um, I'm just going to be um, minimal with details on that. Um, but again, just getting through those years as a small child and growing up, um, as I look back, I, yeah, I didn't really know it then, but I, I was showing a fear of the Lord. Um, I, for the most part, kept a positive outlook, even when I didn't see it. I knew there was just something deep inside of me that just kept the faith. At the time, I didn't know what in, um, but it was God. Um, yeah, so... I'm sure a lot of you can relate with that. Um, yeah, and I'm sorry again that I'm not going into many details there. I I would like to, but um, out of respect of other people's privacy, um, I'll just keep it there. Um, there is one thing with that. Um, in like my preteen, early teen years, um, I will share this because these two individuals openly share this within their lives. Um, I am the middle child of two sisters and, um, I do have other siblings, but I didn't grow up with them. Um, so yeah, when I typically refer to my siblings, it's typically, um, my older sister and my younger sister. Um, we're each 18 months apart. Um, so I'm 18 months younger than my older sister and I am, wait, I am 18 months younger than my older sister and I am 18 months older than my younger sister. I think I said that correctly. It's getting really late. Um, but anyway, I'm the middle child. Um, and 
my sisters both have struggled with substance addiction throughout their life, um, throughout their lives. And, you know, and that has ran very rampant, um, throughout my family history. And as statistics have shown, like, I basically should have also been addicted. Um, but God, (laughs) um, And, um, I think that there's always just been a part of me that knew that it was, um, that I was already very highly susceptible to that, um, as statistics have shown, um, and yeah, it's definitely something that, that, that's definitely a huge factor as to why a lot of people do become addicted because, addicted to substances because, I mean, yeah, like, it's, it's very prevalent in their family, um, and they're often exposed to it at a young age, and so a lot of people grow up thinking, and carrying out these beliefs that have been passed down from generation to generation that this is a normal thing and um yeah some of this is like passed on I mean through DNA I mean there's like scientific evidence of it and again I am smack dab in the middle of it and yet I did not go through that struggle um so that's not to brag or anything like that. That is just another example of how I, again, believe that fear of the Lord showed up in my life, even when, again, at that time in my life, I didn't realize it then. Okay, so another time... um I believe fear of the Lord showed up in my life was, um, again, this is a time I didn't realize it then really, but it was more of like a subconscious thing. I believe was, um, getting pregnant at 15. Um, so I was five months pregnant with my first child on my 16th birthday. So, of course, I am not condoning or encouraging teen pregnancy, but it's a fact. It happens occasionally. Um, yeah, I mean, my oldest that I'm referring to, my first child, um, she will be 16 in two months. Um, so yeah, you, as you can imagine, maybe you've been through that yourself. Maybe you weren't 15 when you got pregnant, but maybe maybe you were 18. Maybe you were 20. Maybe you just weren't ready. But God, right? Like I as I look back at that time in my life, the only way I got through it was God. And I know at a subconscious level now, looking back, like at a subconscious level, I was fearing the Lord, right? I had faith in the Lord. 
I was showing reverence, respect, and obedience. And I know that sounds weird. And I'm not saying by getting pregnant. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm saying by getting through that time in my life. And um, it wasn't an easy process. And y'all, I'm not sharing this to make myself out to be a victim. I'm just saying like, I took full responsibility. Her father did as well. That's his story to share, not mine. Um, and we got through it. I got through it. Um, not to say, again, it was easy, but, you know, and, and again, this is something that I, I'm not proud of, but for years, I looked back on and um, I was proud of that. I'm like, I did that. I, I, I. Um, I glorified myself in that situation, and as I look back, the only way I got through something like that and made it up to this point with my daughter now being the age that almost when I had her, when I gave birth to her, is is through the grace of God, Okay. And again, y'all might not be able to relate to these specific examples, but as I'm going through this, like, think about times in your life where you have shown a fear of the Lord. And maybe like me, you didn't really realize you were doing that until you look back. And maybe there's periods of time in your life now where like, you know you were fearing the Lord. And that is why you are making that intentional decision. And that's why you're getting through something. So, okay. Another time in my life where I was fearing the Lord. Um, and again, I, I, this was, this had to be like at a subconscious level because I didn't intentionally know it then. Um, but being the first in my family to go to college and to get a degree. Um, and again, I'm not saying that's a brag, y'all. I'm not even using that degree today. Um, but the point is that was a huge step for me. I remember almost not doing it. I remember feeling so fearful, so uncomfortable, so out of place. Um, I had so many questions. Thank God for, um, for, college advisors and, um, yeah, for God, (laughs) because I give him the glory for again, stepping out in faith, even if it was back then at a subconscious level. And, um, yeah, being the first in my family to go to college and get a degree. Um, and yes, in my extended family, I believe there is a few people, but, um, yeah, in like my immediate family, like growing up, people, you know, my parents, my siblings, like, yeah, I was the first in my family to go to college and get a degree. Again, not tooting my own horn, just giving an example. Um, so another time in my life where I showed the fear of the Lord was, um, with my relationship with my now husband. Um, so we, Curtis and I have been married 
for four years now. Uh, we recently actually had our four-year marriage anniversary on May 10th. Um, we both didn't realize it until like a day later. Um, different story for another time. Um, yeah, so we have, yeah, we've been married for four years. We've been together for almost seven years. Um, and yeah, a little background of like how that was me fearing the Lord was, um, yeah, I really had to step out in faith with that. I truly remember saying the statement over and over and over again. Um, I am done. I'm done with relationships. I am just going to be a single mom. This is just my life for now. Um, for as far as I could see, I, yeah, I had my share of failed relationships. Um, and it was rough, y'all. Like, I, whew, it's an episode for another day, a whole episode on, like, journeying through um, being single and, like, what that time was like in my life, um, emotionally, physically, mentally, financially, um, being a single mom, I, I went through that y'all. And like, again, um, I actually do believe that this was another example of fearing the Lord, um, at a subconscious level, looking back now. Um, I don't think that it was, um, an intentional, um, conscious thing, honestly, um, because, um, yeah, I, I remember going through that period of time in my life of, like, being single and at one point, like, like I said, getting to the point just before I met my husband of, like, being, like, Yep, like glorifying like being independent and like I got this. I'm making this money. I'm paying these bills myself. Like look at me glorifying myself and not the Lord. Um and again, that was a period of time in my life where that was very different from um my maturity level now, like my spiritual maturity level because yeah, if if you ask me, like, are you a Christian? I'd say yes. If you ask me, do you believe in God? I'd say yes. But was I, like, studying the word? Was I diving deeper? Was I in that process of sanctification yet? No. Um, I didn't even know what that was. And, um, yeah. And so, yeah. But then... Yeah, I want to say it was it was more of a conscious and like one of the first times I really felt the Lord um speaking to me and um I was stepping out in faith and I was making that conscious choice. I didn't necessarily call it that then, but I was making that conscious choice to step out in faith and I um was fearing the Lord when I chose to pursue the relationship with my husband, um, 
And y'all, like, it makes me emotional because, oh, that is yet another episode we'll have to save for another day, probably with my husband. Um, I'm so grateful that I did. Um, I'm so grateful for that nudge from God because that has been well worth it. Um, we don't have a perfect marriage by no means, um, but we have God at the center of it and we are both growing in our relationships with God, um, separately and together in our marriage and within our family, with our children. And, um, I'm so grateful for that blessing. Um, okay. Now another way I have shown in my life fearing the Lord is choosing to leave my career after only about five years of being in that career. So y'all, I, I talked about recently, like going to college, getting a degree. Um, it took me a while to get my degree. And, um, because I, I had to work full time while I was going to school. I was, remember I was raising my daughter. Like there was a lot going on. I, I worked really hard and, you know, God gave me a little, a lot of grace during that time. Um, yeah. So I thought at one point, like this career, I, I became a substance abuse counselor, a chemical dependency counselor, whatever you want to call it. I had a license for that. Um, yeah, I went through a lot to get that. Um, again, by the grace of God, um, And at one point I loved that career and I thought like this, this is where I'm going to be. Like I'm going to keep climbing the ladder in this and this is where I'm going to retire. Fast forward to almost five years in that career and um, yeah, like it is a long story that I'm going to shorten for you right here, but um, almost three years ago now, I stepped out in faith. It was definitely a time in my life, the most conscious time in my life, I intentionally chose to fear the Lord and yeah, just completely step out in faith. And I know the message was from God. Um, yeah. And I left my career to become a stay-at-home mom. And, um, it was beautiful and completely scary at the same time. Um, y'all and I tell you, it was a physical, physical, mental, and emotional feeling that I got from the Lord to, like, leave my job. Like, if you know my husband, you can... He like he is a witness to it, like of me having a phone call in the parking lot at my old job, literally saying like, I cannot completely explain this to you, Curtis, but like, I have to leave my career. I don't just mean like this place. Like, I mean, God is leading me home to our babies and I am terrified of how that looks on paper but I know this is the right choice. And y'all, almost three years later, like, God has 
prove to be um, just a God that um, stands, stands firm on his promises and he has blessed us so much from this, from, from that moment on. Um, yeah, it was well worth fearing the Lord. Um, and I give him all the glory. Um, another time I'm going to move through these a little more quickly that I, uh, showed fear of the Lord was joining a network marketing company for about two years. Um, my first two years of being a stay-at-home mom. And then I also showed fearing the Lord and stepping out in faith when I chose to leave that. Um, it was a season in my life and it was a season that was meant to end. Um, another time that I showed fearing the Lord in my life was going to church, even when, um, my close friends and family at the time weren't going. Um, it was uncomfortable for me. I felt out of place at first, but, um, I'm so grateful that I went and I'm going and it's been good for myself, for my husband, for my family. Um, we're now serving at church. We go to Resonance Church in Mount Orb, Ohio. If you want more details, you can always message me. Um, and then another way that I have shown fear of the Lord is buying our for first home, um, myself and my husband, um, having not had a lot of guidance from those closest to us because they, most of them weren't buying homes or if they had bought a home, it had been years since they had bought a home. So that was definitely a time that we sought out guidance from the Lord and we were very intentional on fearing the Lord and knowing that like this was his plan for us and we are moving forward on this because we felt that visceral physical mental emotional feeling from the Lord like this is the time move um okay so I just want to end on this y'all like are you fearing man more than the Lord? Ponder on that. Think about that. Um, and again, like my examples may be completely different than your examples, but I know that you have shown fear of the Lord within your life. I am sure if you think about it hard enough, um, even if you're new to the faith, you have done it at a subconscious level because he is always seeking you. And sometimes maybe you called it a gut feeling. Maybe you called it coincidence. Whatever you called it, you called it a different term at the time. But you were fearing the Lord. He was seeking you. He was moving you. Um, and you have examples in your life. And so with that, I'm the type of person I love to look back at times in my life where that has occurred. I have feared the Lord. I have stepped out in faith and I lived it out and, um, it was a very fruitful season. It was, God knew best and stepping out in faith proved that. And um, I love looking at that because that gives us evidence that 
God is real. God is moving in our lives and we just have to keep our faith and keep moving forward. And again, um, have a healthy fear in the Lord. And y'all, I went through this pretty quickly. So I would definitely, um, look into that YouTube video that I was telling you all about. Um, it will be in the show notes. The link will be in the show notes. Um, yeah. So, um, again, it was called, um, how to have a healthy fear of God by the gospel coalition. Look into that. Um, I basically gave you word for word verbatim, but it is still worth looking into that video and honestly subscribing to the gospel coalition on YouTube. Um, very good information. Um, I do want to leave you with um, about five other Christian podcasts. Um, there is a couple like mine that sound like they're geared toward women based on the title, but they are for anyone and everyone. Trust me, friend. Um, so I'm going to move through these quickly. Um, the first one I'm going to recommend is God is Within Her by Valerie Reynolds. Um, the second one I'm going to recommend is Her Pursuit with Kaysen. Um, the third one I'm going to recommend is Lisa Harper's Back Porch Theology. So good. Um, Shea Speaks Podcast with Cheyenne Knox. So good. Um, and then the last and final fifth podcast that I'm going to recommend to you is Confessions of a Crappy Christian with the girl named Blake. Um, so y'all, I, I feel like I was talking quickly during this podcast episode. I feel like just the whole topic, how to overcome fear of man and then leaning into fear of God. It's just, it's such, um, a deep, heavy topic. And, um, I'm just really hopeful that you guys got some golden nuggets out of it. So if you're loving these podcast episodes, please share it with a friend, share it with a family member. Um, let me know what you think and, um, I will talk with you guys later. Thank you for listening to this episode in its entirety. I hope that it blesses you. If you were able to get value out of this podcast episode, please share it with a friend. If you would like to connect more with me, you can do so by reaching out to me over on Facebook at Nikki Grizzalonic or on Instagram at G underscore Nikki 30. I look forward to connecting with you, friend.